We say potato, you say potato, you're stupid. Yeah. It's now time for Three Guys Without the Wives with your hosts, Eric, Tristan, and Tommy. Hello everyone, welcome back to Three Guys Without the Wise, a show where three useless bastards named Eric Tristan and myself Tommy discuss a wide variety of topics from movies, pop culture, what Tristan does in the shower, roller coasters, and whatever the hell else we want. Uh, keep in mind that this show is not safe for work and uncensored. Nothing is off limits, especially your daddy. Wow. I'm cha- I'm changing it up this week. This is the week we have daddy issues. Daddy issues. <laughs> uh, I want daddy issues this week. My mother will be but pleased. But yeah, we haven't recorded in... Wait, what was that, Tristan? My mother will be pleased. Fantastic. Yeah, but now, now yeah. it's your dad. My dad will continue to be disappointed. <laughs> so, my dad's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not this week. It has been like two fucking months since we recorded. Yeah, <laughs> it has been. It has two, been several months. Two yeah. months. We were going to record... Right before Halloween, and then something ended up happening. I don't remember what it was, and we just have not literally had the chance to because, um, you know, we all went back to work and we're getting a little overworked and sometimes. So, but uh, yeah, I'm glad we were able to finally so it's been... get back together and do this shit again. Yeah, me too. Like it has been, you know, it's like the reason why we haven't been recording is good for us personally. Because, you know, we're finally back at work. And, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure, Tristan, you've been back at work since, like, June. Eric, I don't remember when you went back to work. But I didn't get back to work until middle of October. So we had a little bit of trouble at the beginning of October trying to find a time to record. And then I got called back to work. Then it was like, okay, we're never going to be able to record again because we are, we're all working six days with completely opposite schedules. Yeah. And we finally found a day and a time. Would you believe that? It just, you know, took us a while. So I think it's actually kind yeah. of funny that we're going to be doing the show that we were talking about doing back in October, and I am not prepared for this whatsoever. But you know, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna try the uh, absolute best I can. Um, You're gonna do great, Eric. I believe yeah. in you. Well, I'm just I'm just not ready for this. I'm just gonna go ahead and everyone give it up for Eric right out of my ass. You should. So, You're gonna do thanks. great. I mean, we pull most of this out of our ass anyway, true. so it'll be this okay. True. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and I guess we'll just go ahead and get started and go to the first topic, which is my topic. And I went with scary movies. And I know whenever we first talked about this two months ago, um, I recently indulged myself in a whole bunch of different scary movies. Um between the different streaming services that I do have. And I wanted to talk a lot about them, but now I don't remember a single fucking one <laughs> that I watched since then. Good talk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, topic two. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you guys seen any good scary movies lately? Good scary movie. So, in terms of what I've seen lately... The last horror movie that I can remember seeing, it does uh, Silence, Silence of the Lambs considered horror, or is that more psychological thriller? I mean, that, I guess that would still kind of go in the horror. I mean, do you do you so want to like find Hannibal yourself? Is like kind of considered. Do a you want to find yourself in a well and a trans person telling you to put lotion on the skin so he can wear you later? I mean, that seems kind of fucking mean, scary to me. I count it. Sounds I count it sexy. as a horror movie. Yeah. 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 So that's like probably the last horror movie that I actually saw. Um, in terms of my favorite ones off the top of my head, um, Jordan Peele's movies, so Get Out and Us, just already classics in their own right, especially Get Out. Um, and I love Us, too. I keep meaning to see it a second time. Us, Us is Incredible. absolutely phenomenal. I really enjoyed the twist mm-hmm. there towards the end. Um, I really mm-hmm. like Jordan Peele's uh, different approach. You know, whenever I first heard that, you know, he was starting to, you know, direct movies, like when he started out with Get Out, I, you know, I didn't really think a lot of times that, you know, comedy and horror go well together. But he actually says that's exactly what helps him is he thinks comedy and horror do very well together. And I completely agree with that standpoint. And he's really showcasing a lot of, you know, 
uh, black actors and they're getting a lot of the appreciation that they should because it's a lot of talented people doing these films. And, you know, it's just a showcasing yeah, that I remember they're not trying to whitewash a everything. quote from him at some point. Like, I think he was asked if he'll ever make a movie with more white people. And he just said, I've already seen that. Movie. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like, like as, as a like white person, a I don't of, find that offensive yeah. at all because, I mean, I completely get it. I mean, Jesus Christ, you had Tom Cruise as the last samurai and you had, um, what was it? Brad Pitt as the Mexican and you had yeah, just not a lot of Scarlett like, Johansson major and, uh, high budget Ghost in the Shell. like big movies with people of color it, it, it seems like at yeah. least at least you know so that's why representation is very exactly important. and I really you know have to support you know and applaud him for doing something like that because first off they're they're good they're great movies and you know they're really showcasing oh, yeah. a lot of you know incredible wonderful actors getting a lot of the uh you know appreciation that they deserve yes hey, Tristan, what about got any uh spooky time flicks yeah. on your brain hole i made a list here uh in terms of recent um actually just the other day i watched a movie called the lighthouse which i it was probably my oh, fourth fuck. time seeing the lighthouse but um, i meant to get to that that's a really good i mean it's classified as horror but i wouldn't necessarily call it scary it's more it's, it's it is very psychological that's how i feel about that's actually how i feel about get out like it's classified as horror but for me that movie's more psychological i think that's a, a cool thing about mind. a lot of horror movies is that mm-hmm. i think an effective horror movie doesn't have to be scary necessarily it doesn't have to make you jump yeah. or anything but i think it a, a, an mm-hmm. accurate horror movie has to disturb you to some level and uh most of my favorites are like that. So my list here, I wrote down The Witch, The Lighthouse, Hereditary, Midsummer, uh, mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs, Sleepy Hollow, It, Dracula, specifically the 1990s Dracula with Gary The, the Bram Stoker. Cabin yeah. in the Woods. Yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. At least half of those, I feel like I wanted to name at least half of those myself. When you were just talking about how you like movies that you like, you know, horror movies that aren't just there to scare you, but like are actually like a good thr- thriller like that kind of disturb you i think midsummer because that movie it's like a horror movie but it's like there's no jump scare or anything it's just a fucking nightmare you, you don't really, really want to well. find yourself in that situation so to speak like i mean a lot exactly. of those people died horribly you know or mm-hmm. went through some kind of weird ass torture um like specifically the yeah. one that was like hanging up in the barn and he had like his whole back like opened up. It kind of reminds me of a scene yeah, from the show f- Vikings fun, where he gets the fact, blood eagle. Yeah. If anybody's so seen Vikings. I didn't notice it when I was watching the movie, but in that scene, apparently his like organs were still like pumping. He was still as alive. He was actually still alive. Yeah, yeah his lungs. Yeah, like his I didn't realize that when I was watching and it. And you like hear him so breathing. That makes it way worse that for whenever I watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, but, that, that, that shit's goofy. Y'all know the movie uh, Hereditary, and this is not a spoiler because the movie is old as fuck, so it's not a spoiler. So if you haven't seen it, that's your own fault. But you know the, the movie the movie title specifically gives you the biggest foreshadow of a very pivotal scene in that movie, and it's her head at Terry. <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh my god! Wow. Oh god, it feels and good that's to be why back. It's called that. Wow! Yeah, that's it. That's it. her. It, so it's not hereditary. Like you know, they're passing down genes. It's her head. It Terry gets teared off by getting hit yes. by a pole. It, yeah. it, it tears right off. Incredible. Yeah. Yep. That, that's the movie. Mm-hmm. No, no, well, no. yeah, that I mean, that's Another one movie of mine, that, um, yep. and I think most of my movies aren't necessarily so scary as much as they are disturbing. However, yeah. I do want to give a little bit of credit to the movie called The Witch, for those who haven't heard it. It's the mm-hmm. same writer-director who did The Lighthouse, but he, uh, there's a scene in it where you actually see the witch, and through a lot of the movie, you're kind of wondering, is there a witch? Is there not a witch? What's going on? And then you see the witch at one point, and all it does is slowly turn around and like let out this horrible cackle laugh. And it legitimately made me jump the first time I I saw it. And it was only a laugh. It was just a witch laughing. No jump scares, nothing like that. But it was so disturbing that I actually legitimately jumped. 
So that was a very effective moment in that movie. And that mm-hmm. whole movie's amazing. But for anyone who hasn't checked out The Witch, I highly it's recommend a, watching it. Yeah, it's it is pretty wild. But that also want to give a shout out to you said Cabin in the Woods. Yes, I did. I fucking love Are that. Are we talking movie. about the one where it's got Thor in it and he jumps on the yes. dirt bike and he jumps into the force field? Because that's my favorite scene in that movie. I, I yeah. laugh so yeah. fucking hard at that. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking incredible. <laughs> but I don't I don't know if I would consider that one of the that's that's one of those like dark comedy horror movies. It's a horror yeah, comedy. It's I more think of a it's, comedy. it's yeah, pretty it funny. That's like um what's the movie? It's on Netflix. Um The Stepson, it, where it's kind of like Damien the Omen. And it's got the guy from uh, Parks and Recs and Step Brothers. I can never remember his name. Oh, he's got the yeah, weird that eye. was like a little, little evil or little something. Little evil, littlest evil. Yeah, little evil. Something so like that. it's like between like that movie and the movie Krampus. You know, it's got a lot of those people that you normally see in a lot of comedy movies, and it's hard for me to try to t- take this movie serious when you have that particular cast in mind. So all I can do is just laugh. Even though Krampus well, looked a, like they were actually trying to make a legit horror movie. But again... There's two other horror comedies that I really like called uh, Tusk. Tusk is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh and then oh my God. Uh, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. That's a wonderful movie. Um, okay, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil is incredible. Both those movies. Tusk. So good. So I have seen like Human Centipede, like all three Human Centipedes in a Serbian film. Tusk is the only movie that I've seen that made that made me want to vomit. Really? <laughs> You've seen yeah. Serbian film? Like, and I felt like I was that like, one's the one that 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 takes it for you is Tusk. It's like maybe it's because I saw those movies when I was in high school and that shit didn't bother me as much then. I don't know, but I feel like when I was watching Tusk, I just like I felt like I kept imagining that happening to one of my friends for some reason. I didn't think about it in those other two f- stupid movies, but like Tusk. Just the the entire process of what he did in the product was just so fucking disgusting. I'm still triggered whenever I see a walrus because of this fuck <laughs> who showed me the fucking movie. Well, then you <laughs> need to watch Salo or 120 Days of Sodom, which is an Italian film where they kidnap oh, yeah. all these uh, these teenagers and they just do some very vile Don't things they like they, uh, they make them eat shit. And they make them fuck them in the ass. And then at the end, they kill them all in a very weird and grotesque way. And nice. yeah, it's really fucked up. But um, yeah. Sounds like my kind of movie. You you would <laughs> probably appreciate it. Uh, another. It's like I'd. I don't. <laughs> it's like that's the kind of movie that I watched in high school, but like I feel like it's harder for me to watch those kinds of movies now. You should also watch uh, Skins on Netflix. It's not a horror film, oh my but God. I've been promoting this movie since I watched it a couple of weeks ago, and I highly suggest that everybody needs to watch it. Skins, skins. Trust me on it. Potato skins. skins. Just, just, just trust me on it. You'll appreciate it. It's, it's a good, wholesome just, movie. Just trust you, huh? And at the end, so it's, a, it's about people with disfigurements, and they just want to be loved. And it has a, it has a happy all. ending. And this is the part where you know normally my wife would bust in, being like, "Don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's a terrible movie." My mom tried to get rid of them after she made them watch it. And it's like, don't look at it that way. Yeah, there's some, some really weird scenes, but. It they're really funny. It's that's most of the movies I watch, really. Yeah, so you'd give it appreciation. There's some really but weird I want to get to back to get, um, stay stay on topic, stay on topic, Eric. Um, one of my my favorite uh, horror films is definitely going to have to be uh, the Evil Dead series. I honestly think that, uh, especially for that particular time period, as as such a low budget that it was, um, I think it was terrifying. Absolutely, like the whole like look of it all. Um, I don't remember the remake that well. I know I've seen it once, and there's a part where she like licks the knife and it cuts her tongue in half, and that just made me cringe really bad. But the original ones, you know, with Bruce Campbell, like they're just. I mean, you have one and two. Two is basically the same movie as one. They just went a little bit more funnier route, but those were definitely probably like 
my top movies of saying like that really like haunt me that I enjoy. Yeah. Yes. Let's see. Haunting movies. Yeah. Cause I was like, I, I just remembered another movie that was like, it's like, I know it's not horror, but it was just really fucking disturbing. It's a movie called Gummo. Have you guys ever heard of this no. shit? I've heard of it. Gummo. Yeah. So, the movie takes place in, like, this, like, rural town in Ohio that got hit by a tornado. And there's not really much of a plot. It was uh, written and directed by Harmony Corinne, who wrote Kids. He made, wrote and directed Spring Breakers a few years ago, one of my favorite movies. And this movie is just, like, a really scary depiction of, like, or I don't know about scary, just, a, like, a scary, accurate depiction of white trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's they also did it, that in deliverance. It's just very like poor, like <laughs> in a fucked up tornadoed town, and it was just really disturbing the way they depicted the town because of also how real or it felt. Or the wild whites of West Virginia, a movie, a documentary that was done by Johnny Knoxville. That one's good. That sounds oh, cool. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's it's. I'm just wild. like I hear Johnny Knoxville and wild white people that sounds yeah they're uh to imagine yourself that these people are real is kind of scary to think about it that there is actual people like that i mean it's 2020 i'll believe it (laughs) yeah so definitely definitely check it out go for it go for it so yeah on the the conjuring i didn't care for the first one but i think the second one was a lot more scary with that fucking nun See, I never saw the second one. I saw the first one a while ago, and I really liked it. Um, fun fact about the first Conjuring: parts of it were filmed at the university I went to. Oh. That I graduated. Like the from. the beginning scenes when like, they're talking to a university. Yeah, the beginning scene that was actually filmed in my school's theater, where I ran a lot of my film events that I talked about on this podcast in earlier episodes. And then I think there was another scene that was filmed like outside one of our buildings. I forget which one, but. The, the first scene in particular where they're giving a lecture, that's the theater where I held most of my events in college. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Definitely watch the second one. I think the mm-hmm. second one is more scary. But continue on because I honestly have nothing else. Uh, who's next? Tristan? My life is like one long horror movie. Yeah, it scares me. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway... Uh, <laughs> My topic, fellas, is something that I have been passionate about for quite a while, and uh, all my Midwesterners will know it as pop, but everyone else in the world calls it soda. Bitch, I have um, not seen you drink soda in a long-ass time, except when you go to Taco Bell. No, I've been back on soda for for quite a few months now. Um, I did try to quit, maybe for six months. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm back on it. Like life is too short. Yeah. Uh, so drink soda, do drugs, um, drop out of school. Who cares? But uh, yeah. No. So for all heck, for all I, uh, for all our our young kids that are listening, do it. Do what it. What are we doing? Drugs. Dropping out of school. School's stupid. And soda. Yeah. You don't need that shit. Soda. Come on. Soda is a gateway drug. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what that is. Drop out of school, do sodas, and don't eat vegetables. What, what, uh, if you, which one do you think is worse for for delinquents, uh, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. You think Coke makes kids worse? Yes, um, and the reason is is that you can use Coke to clean battery acid off a battery, and it's also really good for cleaning your grills after you have grilled something. Um, where Pepsi is just higher in sugar. And I think there's just cocaine in Coke. Mm. Well, I, it used to be. Yes, this yeah. is true. I use Pepsi as toothpaste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if if Coke still had cocaine in it, I'd probably drink more. But it's like I re- I, I'm not really a big soda drinker myself. Like I'll mainly use Coke to mix with whiskey or rum. And sometimes I drink Sprite, and then when I go to Taco Bell, I do the Baja Blasts. 
Yeah, if you don't drink Baja Blast and you go to Taco Bell, you deserve to die. Yep. Um, that's just my humble opinion. But uh, so and you my, have to you have brief... to get it from the fountain because you know you can find it at Walmart in the can, and it just doesn't taste the same like it does from a fountain no. from Taco Bell. That that's nope. another side of soda that I'm very passionate about is that it tastes different from a fountain very different from a fountain and i'll even go so far as to argue that it tastes different based on what type of container you're drinking it from once it's been poured from a fountain so you're talking about like a um, plastic cup to a styrofoam no, cup yeah yeah no that's like, true it, it i, I would say 100%. it's the best in a glass like you ever drank out of a hooker's ass mm-hmm. yes no not yet I've not soda anyways have you ever tried drinking from um, your own ass? Because you could just, you know, connect straws long enough and, you know. Oh, yeah. you got a tongue in your I, I I like to use pool noodles for that. Oh, that's yep. impressive. Yeah. Mm. But, nice. Uh, everything, like, they, I'm loving this subject always taste better in glass. <laughs> no, they do. Like, the, if I have beer cans and I'm in my apartment, I'll, if I feel like it, I pour it into a glass because it tastes better like you're talking way. about like a plastic cup or a legit glass 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 uh, glass, glass glass as you are sipping water from your glass glass yes. glass glass speaking of which you need a refill maybe you can do it during our sponsor <laughs> mm. um that was me drinking worder from my glass order would you so, say um, would you worder. say i drink my worder oh. I thought, you, I thought you said root beer, and I was like, you're such a fucking liar. Root beer, Why would you lie to the people like that? Rooter and root beer are very different beverages yes. and sounding words. <laughs> so here's... Um, I, gonna... I, I haven't drinking much root beer, but... I hate root beer. I feel like root beer seems pointless. It's I don't gross. know. Wait, Kristen, you like root beer, though, right? Well, here, let me get it. Yeah, I'm going to touch on root beer. I, I have a few points. Are you going to tell us the history about it? Here. And tell us about uh, some no, sweet not, soda not, stands. No, not really. Okay, good. I do. I am gonna talk about what brands have what sodas because it's kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I was researching for this episode and I learned a few things that I did not know. Um, I knew pretty much all of Pepsi products. Pepsi products has Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. uh, Mug, Root Beer, Sierra Mist, and Gatorade. So M- Mug uh, is under Pepsi. Mug is under Pepsi. I did not know that. And then you mm-hmm. have. Um, Coke products, which is Pib Extra, Barks Root Beer, Sprite, Fanta, Powerade, and Vitamin Water. What the fuck happened to Mr. Pib? Um, Pib's owned by Pepsi or uh, owned by Coke, apparently. No, I, I, I'm Pib aware Extra. of that, but now it's called Pib Extra. Yeah, I guess there's so. no regular yeah. Mr. Pib. Like we have to have the extra. I guess so. I love Pib. I feel to like be that's honest, like a form. Most... That's like a form of rape. Cause you don't want that extra. <laughs> I like the extra. <laughs> um, I consent to the extra, mm. but uh, no, I I actually, to be honest, controversial topic. I like Pib more than Dr Pepper in most cases. Dr Pepper um, tastes flat to me. Yeah, it's like I can it, see it that. tastes like just like flat soda. So I can I can agree with you on that one. I think Pib has a better cherry-esque taste to it because that is a word speaking of cherry-esque i enjoy cheer wine and tommy should know about cheer wine because he is also from north carolina it used to be just a north carolina delicacy until they became uh more expensive and they actually expanded out to more of the surrounding states so more of that eastern side uh, got, gets to enjoy the wonders of cheer wine, and that is a wonderful, wonderful uh, cherry-like soda. And it's, I will say it again, it's wonderful. It's delicious. Yes. Yes. Now, um, so actually going, uh, kind of a good segue here, uh, Dr. Pepper, actually owned by Keurig, and I, I necessarily say owned by Keurig, but the company that owns mm. Dr. Pepper is called Keurig Dr. Pepper. Mm. And Keurig and Dr. Pepper, rather Dr. Pepper Snapple, actually merged in July of 2018 mm. to be one company. So 
Keurig Dr. Pepper owns uh, not only Dr. Pepper, but 7-Up, Sunkist, Crush, and Snapple. So Sunkist and Crush, two orange wow. sodas, are owned by the same company. That's interesting. Yeah. And then uh, my fourth like category is the rest of the sodas, uh, at least three that I'm familiar with, which is RC Cola, Yuck. which is okay. Blue Sky Soda, which I've had their cream soda. What the fuck it's is that? Good. Blue Sky Soda. I, as far as I know, they just do like maybe root beer, cream soda, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think they have a cherry cola. Uh, it's pretty good. And then Jones Soda. Jones Soda is very popular. They have a lot of different types of cool flavors. Um, I think all Jones Sodas come in glass bottles too, which is pretty cool. And then don't forget your, your off-brand uh, Walmart stuff like uh, the Mountain Lightning. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I don't bother with it's, that. Shit. It's disgusting. So they're they're. <laughs> I'm trying to remember their their specific cola. I don't remember the name of it, but I remember drinking a lot of it when I was in college because you used to get a 24 pack for like three bucks, or actually it's probably cheaper than that then. But um, it was very heavy in syrup, and you just felt like total shit afterwards. It's what I imagine what. Like doing heroin is like, you know, but, uh, you know, I cannot confirm or deny what doing heroin is like. It's just what I imagine it's like is drinking that soda and you just feel so heavy and sucky. I'd like to know what soda that is so I could drink lots of it. Yeah. Do drugs, Um, kids. Do drugs. Do drugs. Drop out of school. Correct. Commit murders. If, Fuck you, it. if you don't do them now, like we say on this podcast, wait till you're at least seventy to do a huge amount. Hey, I said sixty. I want to be gone by sixty. Okay, 60. you want to be gone by sixty? <laughs> I but, think um, I just want to be gone. If I'm at the point where I can't wipe my own ass, mm. like if I get to that point, literally just end it all. <laughs> well, I got some bad. Tommy, news I'll for wipe you. your ass for you. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't want to put you through so that, Tristan. I, d- what, I'll do it. What I appreciate if, that. What if you just don't wipe your ass well? Can we still live? I mean, I would like to have a clean butthole. We'll just use baby wipes. It's like, I mean, yeah, if I have baby wipes and maybe a bidet. Yes. Yeah, but I don't know why bidets aren't more common. They, they really need to be. In, in the States, at, at least. At least now, you don't actually have to replace your entire toilet. Now they just have the thing that just yeah. attaches to your toilet. So, you know, you got to appreciate that. <laughs> I'm la- we, we went from sodas to, <laughs> to talking about our buttholes. <laughs> Typical. Well, that's kind of a full circle thing there because we were talking about drinking liquids out of butts. And we did. <laughs> we did. That was that I was, was a thing. Say, you put Real Coke, men eat us. Coke, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, Pib, whatever you put in my butt. It's going to get so, pun intended, tainted nah, by, nah, uh, nah. <laughs> by all the different, you know, things that are hidden up there mm-hmm, that I'm not going to be able God. to taste the difference. Diet Dr. Pepper tastes like real Dr. Pepper. That is Does the, actually- that, no, that is the biggest full of shit commercial from back in the day. <laughs> I remember they go like, mm. That's true. Diet Dr. Pepper tastes just like regular Dr. Pepper, and they're so full of shit. Diet Dr. Pepper. I know disgusting. that that's not true because back in 2012, when the Avengers was coming out, Tommy, you'll appreciate this. Uh, mm-hmm. They had all the different Avengers on different Dr. Pepper cans, but you had to buy all the different types of Dr. Pepper to collect them all. So I bought types. Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, Diet Cherry. Uh, cherry vanilla. Now there's cream soda, Dr. Pepper, regular Dr. Pepper. That sounds disgusting. Oh, you, the cream soda one's pretty good. Mm. You like but, cream, uh, so yeah. You had to buy them all to get. Did you get all them the all? Avengers. So I, bu- no, I didn't. Mm. <laughs> but uh, diet Dr. Pepper was fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, but that's that's my opinion on sodas. What do you guys think? Yes. <laughs> that's my line like, I, I gave okay, well, my opinion on I'll sodas just, earlier I'll, I'll, Sprite, I'll narrow Baja my question Blast down and coke if I'm mixing it with alcohol okay okay fair enough I'm a Pepsi guy overall cheers as I'm drinking Pepsi hey Eric's got a Pepsi cheers mm. 
Fuck your water. This goes against my my point, but I actually what, have a cherry. Coke. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. I do prefer <laughs> Pepsi over Coke. Yes. So I don't. You know. It's like I, I don't even know if I've ever drinking Pepsi. So maybe I need to try this Pepsi myself. Well, you know, I always have some in the fridge. So you know, have at it. Whenever oh, you're cool. over and shit. It's like because I have Coke, but <coughs> I already expressed my use for that. Mm. So, well, that was fun. Uh, I think I need a refill. I know Tommy needs a refill. So let's take a word from our sponsor. Hey, are you tired of walking on the ground like every other boring idiot and every other stupid animal with legs? Do you want to be smarter and cooler and, um, fly, kind of? Introducing Zero Gravity Shoes. Strap these to your feet and start to walk and jump. And doing those while wearing these shoes will make you start to float and stuff. You'll look super cool. Getting to places will be easier and much more fun because you'll be flying and shit. So you won't be putting as much pressure on your shitty knees, Eric. And everyone will be jealous of your zero gravity shoes. Coming to stores in January 2025. Use coupon code 3GUYS for 20% off your pre-order. We are not responsible for any accident, injury, or money lost in case we don't hit stores by then or death that occurs due to zero gravity shoes. Zero gravity shoes are not recommended for pregnant women, those prone to motion sickness, or those with pre-existing heart conditions. Results may vary. Thank you to Zero Gravity Shoes. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Three Guys Without the Wise. That was our sponsor. We did a little little throwback there. Uh and it wasn't because Lead I had up. nothing uh, better to. Anyways, um, so we're gonna go to my topic now, <laughs> and <laughs> we had to basically we had to basically beg for that sponsor just to let us put it exactly. back on there. Yes, because we've been kind of lazy lately. But, yeah, you know, whatever. It's like we're having a hard time finding new sponsors with us being at work. So thankfully, an old sponsor helped us out again. Um, but anyways, uh, my topic for this week was actually requested by one of my homies who listens to our show. Name's uh, Vaughn. How you doing? People listen to Apparently. this Vaughn, how you Vaughn. doing? <laughs> Amazing. So, Vaughn? Yeah. Vaughn listens to this shit? Vince I think Vaughn. so. He at least gave me a topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways. Okay. So, he suggested that we talk about gaming consoles since, uh, you know, the uh, new Xbox Series, Series X. Is that the new one? And the PlayStation 5. Is it Xbox Series X? I don't know what it's called. I, I didn't. I clearly I didn't. Know, I don't, I don't do as much research Xbox. as Tristan does. <laughs> but the Xbox looks like a fucking <laughs> uh, mini fridge, and the uh, PlayStation Five looks like a sci-fi uh, future, uh, f- faux futuristic whatever. It, it, no, it looks like it looks like one of those fans yeah. that you put in your room for for. White I'm gonna noise. be honest. I fucking love the way that it looks. I feel like I shouldn't like it. I feel like I should be like it looks cheesy, but I love the way it looks. I feel like especially if little kid me saw that shit, I would be all over that. And I think at some point I'm definitely going to get it because I really want the Miles Morales game. Like, it looks super cool. And I was a big fan of Didn't Into the Spider-Verse. Didn't that come out for 4? What was that? I'm pretty sure that Spider-Man came out for the 4 Did it come well. out for the 4? Because my roommate has a PS4, I'm, I'm, so I could get it for that as well. I want to say, say that it came out for both. I think you might be but right on that. If you really want to know why you continue your statement, yeah. I will look this so, up. Because I, I do plan on getting a PlayStation 5 at some point. Uh, the reason why I'm holding back is because literally at the end of September, early October, I finally got myself a Nintendo Switch. So I was late to that party. Um, so months after uh, Animal Crossing took over the world, I finally got that and worked on my island for several hours a day every day until I got called back to work. Um, so because I just bought an entire console with games, I feel like I have to at least milk that a little bit before I fork out hundreds of more dollars that I'm pretty sure I don't even have at the moment. So, and then also I might be getting some games for Christmas. Um, I mean, the two games I've been playing most on my Switch are Animal Crossing and uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, I am a slut for Smash Bros. I Smash Bros. Um, and I was playing very hard to unlock all the characters. And then I did purchase two of the DLCs. I had to get Piranha Plant just because I grew up on Mario, love Mario. So Piranha Plant as a character, I couldn't resist getting Piranha Plant. I had to. Well, 
now that I am aware of this, um, I need to get you added onto my Switch so that way I can destroy you at Smash Bros. And by the way, the Spider-Man Miles Morales did, it was released for the PlayStation 4. Okay, 10-4. So I could potentially get it for the PlayStation 4. Um, the only thing is it's like, it's technically my roommate's, which I mean, you know, we share the same shit, but you know, I don't think I'm going to be living with him forever, you know? So mm-hmm. who knows? But I, I think, I think you'll live with him at least oh, long yeah. enough to enjoy the game. Cause I yeah. had the, the first, um, Spider-Man that came out for the PS4 and I did everything. Like I literally went from start to finishing all the sides and all the achievements and everything like that. I was able to do that like the first week of quarantine nice and i enjoyed it thoroughly and i really enjoy the miles morales story so i'm really stoked to actually get that copy as well which is going to be a good time but i will not be buying a ps5 um i don't do the whole new new gaming system when it first comes out i bought a ps4 when um i want to say about three years after it came out um, I got the PS2 whenever the PS3 came out, so you know I like to be a little bit behind because there's like always I did with so much, and this is a, a a natural habit, especially with Xbox. I know Xbox has this biggest problem is that there's a lot of bugs during their release, and they don't end up fixing to where you can really enjoy the game until at least the first year that it's been released. Yeah. Which uh, has the, have they had those issues? Well, do we know of since the new one came out? I, I mean, it's not like I, yeah. you know, go looking like, hey, how are y'all enjoying the systems? It's like, I don't know. I um, feel like... I don't do that anymore. I feel like when I'm online, I will see shit about it. Or, like, I have my friends who are gaming, who game a little bit more than me. So, I feel like I would hear from them if there was any major bugs happening. So, I guess they don't have as many issues. Like, I remember when the Xbox One and the PS4 were coming out. I remember there was a huge drama thing where... um where for the xbox one they were initially saying that when you buy a game for the xbox one when you buy that disc that disc only works on your console and there is a huge like outrage from that oh yikes. and sony even replaced like they made an ad they're like this is how you share games on the ps4 and they literally just hand over the disc to their friend thank you and like just they smile at the <laughs> or they're like thanks <laughs> like, so and then you know uh, Microsoft realized, oh yeah, this is a dick move. Let's not do this. Actually, they're also going to require Connect mm-hmm. on at all times too, which I think they—I don't think that's actually a thing either. Well, I, you know, I, I think they need to get to a point where they just need to come together and make one great system together because a lot of them they're do, they're doing the the cross platform for online gaming now, and. You know, I think that's just what they, they should do is, you know, Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo needs to all come together and make one beautiful, immaculate machine that we can all, so we can all really play together. But capitalism. Mm, fuck that. Tristan. Okay, now, I'm not a big gamer, mm. so I'm just going to, and maybe you two can help me with this, I'm going to run some important qualities of of a game system that i would need and maybe you guys can direct me towards like whether it should be an xbox or a PlayStation. i'm gonna stop you right there (laughs) so and i'm gonna tell you to get an atari (laughs) okay and that that's a new that's a new one um no get a coleco vision it's very 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 i'll look it up does anybody watching the show know to coleco vision so anyways tristan go oh my jesus (laughs) Anyways, continue. I, I communicating with my homeboys is important mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. So, would I be able to install AOL Instant Messenger on any of these systems? Mm. I don't know about that, but I feel like a lot of times these days people will just set up Discord servers and they'll like chat in that. So, like you'll have like your phone out. Um, if yeah, I don't want any of that ancient bullshit. I want the new technology <laughs> to communicate with my homies. So, like Hot I said, and AOL and Instant Messenger. I think, because, I think because homies. of how new AOL is, they're still slowly rolling it out on some of the consoles. 
AOL is too advanced for these. I've heard machines, the Nintendo okay? Wii has. That's AOL why they've never been it. able you to might do it. Get that one. I don't want it. I don't want any part okay. of this. Good talk. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been much of a gamer, so. All the games I've ever played have really been on my computer, and even then, those games were only Roller Coaster Tycoon, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Online, and Fantastic. Um, mm. Other than that, my uncle would let me borrow his Xbox, and I would play uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 on it. Mm. That was it. And then I ended up getting a PlayStation 2, which I had for a few years, and all I played on that was... Yes. Grand Theft Auto and Guitar Hero. Grand Theft Auto and Guitar Hero. So that's it. That's my. Whole, that's pretty much my whole gaming experience. It's like, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of with you in a sense where like I kind of grew up casually gaming. It's like I, I. feel like I want to get more into gaming. Like I grew up like gaming a little bit on my computer, a Nintendo 64, and a PlayStation 2. I got an Xbox 360 very late, but really didn't get much games on it. Most of the games I grew up with were Grand Theft Auto and wrestling games. That, like, took up a chunk of my gaming. And then online MMORPGs and shit, like uh, Maple Story, which I don't know how many people uh, listening to this have played it. Like, I, I feel like I occasionally Story. run into somebody that played it, which is kind of cool. Um, but it was, I feel like, a lot more low-key. I think I mentioned it on an earlier podcast. And FIFA. Well, you know, I, I was, I was, I'm the complete opposite of you guys, um, when I was growing up, it was just me. My sister was much older than me and, you know, fairly popular. So she was always gone. And my parents, you know, always worked a lot. So all I had was video games. So I video game a lot. I can remember playing Legend of Dragoon for the PS1. And I put over 60 hours in that game just playing the main storyline. And, you know, I played a lot of the Final Fantasies. Um, when I was in my younger 20s, I played Final Fantasy XI, which was the first MMORPG to go online and uh i played that religiously and now that you know i'm a married person and she thinks i look good when i'm naked um i don't play much games much anymore yeah. so that leads me to a question i've always meant to ask you mm-hmm. eric is your wife partially or completely <laughs> blind <laughs> f oh boy. F's in i'm so chat. glad she's not hearing this right yeah now. <laughs> <laughs> incredible <laughs> also kind of grew up like nintendo ish it's like a, i feel like like casual games i did i don't know no i was i was very much video games took a lot out of, out of my life when i was much younger um i did have the original nintendo and like the nintendo entertainment uh, system i actually yeah. grew up with that too and my think, dad had it <laughs> i think i think my very my favorite system that i ever owned and I'm very upset it didn't actually do that well, was the Sega Dreamcast. Mm. That was my absolute favorite system. I had a lot of great games on it, the Sonic Adventure 2 and the Crazy Taxi. Oh, I actually had Crazy Taxi uh, on my PS2. The first rendition of Nightmare Creatures. I I had Nightmare Creatures for the N64, but they kind of buffed up the graphics with the Sega Dreamcast. Mm. And it was that was my absolute favorite system, but it it was way too advanced for its time. Uh, mm-hmm. When it first came out back in the late 90s or early 2000s, I think late 90s. Um, and it was just, it, it blew people's minds. And they just, it was such a big jump because I think what came before that for the Sega was the Sega CD or the Sega Genesis or something like that. And I mean, that's when it first went into a full 3D optic render compared to the the 2D 8-bit render, 16-bit render that you know you will remember from the original Nintendo and Super Nintendos. So that's why it didn't really do so well is that I don't think the world was ready for it yet. Yeah. But it was such a wonderful system. They had a lot of wonderful games on it, so it's like I'm think I used to have it. Like I, I think growing I up, my favorite system was probably the PS2 or, or the Nintendo Wii. Like a Nintendo 64 and NES, I grew up grew up with, and I absolutely loved, and had a, a lot of amazing times, particularly on the Nintendo 64. But when I'm thinking about like some of the games and experiences that I had, like I feel like PlayStation 2 and the Wii were like king for me as a kid. Well, you know, when especially when the Wii came out and they had that motion oh, setting yeah. controller, you know, Wii we kind of we kind of got <laughs> like a little bit 
of that with the, the with the PlayStation Two, the um, the I something. Oh my! I remember. Fuck. Or something like that. I don't know if I knew anyone that had that. I, I feel say, like I knew like maybe one person that did. Yeah, not a lot of people had it. It didn't do that well. Uh, that was kind of probably the first with motion, but the Wii was very specific. All their games was with the was with the motion controller. So you know they. That that really changed, you know, gaming systems. That really brought it like a, a whole another generation. So, Tristan looks extremely bored. So I think <laughs> we're going to move on because Tr- <laughs> Tristan, do you plan on getting a PlayStation Five or an, an Xbox Series One or fuck X? Yeah, I have both of those, uh, but I couldn't. Like I said, I couldn't install AOL on, so on either too- of them, oh, okay. so they're just sitting in a box. Yeah. 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 I'll buy it off you for twenty bucks. Sure, deal, right, cool, amazing, cool, easy money. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Tristan, do we have a Yelp review this week? You know, we do. Um, we took like like eight months off or whatever, so I was <laughs> able to find one. Um, however, I did a little bit of extra scouring for this one, and I actually found Ooh. an Amazon review. Okay, well, hang on, hang on. Now, let's 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 up. get with. The with let's get our Yelp review intro in, where we go into our segment with the Yelp review of the week. Yelp review, Yelp review, yeah! Great. So <laughs> this is an Amazon review um, that I found, and it's not for any sort of a place because it's on Amazon. So it's for a product and it's actually for an album. Um, uh, so it's, it's an album from a, from a band that really no one's ever heard of and try uh, me never made it big or anything. All right. Well here, we're going to jump into it then Eric, maybe you're aware of this band. Um, so this is for, uh, a review for the band crack Jones and the skid marks. And their album Hex Spell. Oh uh, yeah, I used to date their sister. They all had the same sister. They the whole yeah, band. The had whole the same. band had. They're they're, they're not brothers. related, but they all had the same sister. <laughs> and I dated her. <laughs> wow, maybe you'll come up in this in this review. Yeah, the 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 so. song the the third song on their album called "That Dude That Dates My Sister." That's about me. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. There, we're gonna list some song titles in this review, mm. and I don't. I I must have left that one out. I guess I didn't know it was about <laughs> you. So, uh, this is it. This is the review for Crack Jones and the Skid Marks mm-hmm. and their only album, Hex Spell. Where to begin? I've been trying to branch out in my musical interests and came across this band, Crack Jones and the Skid Marks, on Spotify. Labeled under the genre dill pickle punk, I had to check them out. They only have one album from 1998 titled Hex Spell. So I gave it a listen. The opening track begins with the sounds of two or three donkeys violently screeching as what sounds like a sweet old woman begins hummering a nursery rhyme while using a sewing machine. That's art. The beating of native drums slowly fades in, getting faster and faster until coming to a sudden stop as you hear one last donkey screech. Well, I was hooked already. However, my experience got stranger and stranger from song to song. The second track, entitled Mama's Beans Are Gone, features only a banjo and one cymbal, and plays the same melody for eight and a half minutes. A few tracks later, you'll be questioning your decision to listen to this music as the ballad of Jim Goo tells the story of an old miner that died when a giant bell fell on him, and how local children discovered his remains and fashioned them into dolls, clothes, and eating utensils. Other songs include The Day My Eyeballs Melted, Blood Sponge, No Photography, Whistle While You Drown, (laughs) and I Married the Letter R. The last That's track me. Is a That's me. I'm the letter poem. R. Listen, you are the you letter R. <laughs> or whistle. Your name is Eric. Let, I don't know. Yeah, Rick. Eric. There's like three R's my in my name. By Rick. Yeah, no, no, there's Rick. like three R's in my name. <laughs> the last track is a spoken word poem titled "Sounds of a Hollow Life," which may be a little too depressing for some. One stanza reads, "As I enter the silence of my empty home." I am listening to my hollow life. As I draw a bath in a stagnant room, I am listening to my hollow life. As I open my window to the sound of nothing, I am listening to my hollow life. As I set myself ablaze and drift into dreamland, 
I am finishing the end of my hollow life. Intrigued by this material, I did a little research to learn more about the band. The vocalist, who calls himself Crack Jones, was born by the name of Ralph Oldman, who was born in 1965 in Biloxi, Mississippi. Ralph grew up on a bean farm, but was... I'm sorry, I'm not from the horrible fucking south. (laughs) I'm triggered. Yeah, well, okay. (laughs) Biloxi? Biloxi? Biloxi. Biloxi? Biloxi? Yeah, Yeah, there's a movie with Matthew Broderick in it called Biloxi Blues, and he's training to go to war or something. He loses virginity to a prostitute. Continue, Crack Jones, Biloxi. He was born by the name of Ralph Oldman in Bloxy, Mississippi. Ralph grew up on a bean farm, but was forced to move to Utah with his family when their bean crops succumbed to root rot and they couldn't afford to run the farm. Ralph spent the rest of his childhood in Fillmore, Utah, eventually graduating from Millard High School and playing in a band called the Donkey Slaughters, while working as a janitor at the Fillmore County Jail. In 1986, Ralph was convicted of cocaine possession and served one week in jail. He found love shortly after and began dating a girl named Jamie, who helped him overcome his cocaine addiction. They lived together with Jamie's dog while Ralph started a new band called Ralph Oldman and the Blue Skies. Two years later, Jamie died of a heart attack and left Ralph alone with the dog. The two would often go on walks at the local state park while Ralph thought of new music to write. It was at this time that the band changed their name to Crack Jones and the Skidmarks, and Ralph could only be seen performing at the local bar with the band beginning decades of a secretive life that left dozens wondering about Ralph's whereabouts. In 2015, there was a fire at an old house in the outskirts of Fillmore. Responders found the remains of a man in the upstairs bedroom, burnt beyond recognition. Many believe they were the remains of Ralph Oldman, fulfilling the prophecy of his own music. Anyway, if you like weird shit about beans or whatever, check this album out. Otherwise, listen to the new Taylor Swift album. That shit's tight. If you like (laughs) weird beans. I think you should have stuck with the donkey slaughters. Yeah, Donkey Slaughter's rolls off the tongue better. Probably more album sales if he's stuck with that name. Crack Jones and the Skid Marks. I don't. No one wants to listen. No, to that crack. no. The Donkey Slaughter's. He probably would have won a an Emmy, a, a Grammy with that shit. And no, it's a yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you could. Take, I think an Emmy Maybe is a just Tony. any kind of art, but a Grammy. Let's give him a Let's Grammy. A Tony. Our Granny. A Tony. Your Granny. Tony. Tony. Beyond Broadway. Tony, Tony dancing. I want to see their Tony album dancing. on Broadway. Painfully, painfully ironic that Ralph Oldman had a band. At one point, if you recall, it was called Ralph Oldman and the Blue Skies. Yeah. And two years later, his girlfriend died. It's fitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. anyway. Well, that's it, man. That's that's, that's the one. That's the one I found. That was that was pretty good. That's it. That was that was that was enjoyable. Crack Jones. So I guess we we will. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to take a moment. That's, no, you don't. That was good. I miss I miss doing this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to what the hell am I listening to? <laughs> Question mark. All right. Uh, so this is a video that I actually found just the other day. Um, deeply disturbing. I've watched it several times since. Uh, so let's give it a listen, and we'll find out what the hell we're listening to. All right. Another beautiful day at the Krusty Krab. Another day servicing the masses. What the fuck? They can't get enough. They want more. More of that secret formula. That smells good. Doesn't it, Mr. Krabs? What the fuck is that, Mr. Krabs? Scoop some of his insides out. Slapped it down on the grill. It do, Mr. Squidward. Oh, there's Patrick. It do. SpongeBob. (laughs) Maybe a bit more of that 
secret formula. That's SpongeBob. Me boy, but didn't sound right. Why is he? He's still scooping more of himself. Is that good, Mr. Krabs? Like what the? Is that how you like it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like. That's how old Mr. Krabs wants it, but the salty dog wants even more. It's like Tusk. His teeth is like. I don't like this. Can you feel that? Oh God. Even... I can no, you feel can't it, feel Mr. it, Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. No. Mr. Krabs is dipping his like hand this. in the old honey jar, isn't he? <laughs> you can take as much as you want, Mr. Krabs. Oh, don't leave me out. I need you, SpongeBob. Go on and get yourself a handful. Why are we watching oh this? I don't. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. Flavor. Take <laughs> I need more flavor. Take it all. Let me get a piece of all the secret formula. Take all of the secret formula. Was that good for you? Did I satisfy you? No, you, you didn't. All? You did not I, satisfy me. You did, me boy. But you're all used up. Drained, me lad. Our hunger is satiated for now. But we'll be back. I love my job at the Krusty Krab. I wouldn't change it for anything in the whole world. I make people happy. I fulfill their needs. Frankly, I don't think I could stop even if I wanted to. But who would want to stop when people love what you do this much? So, <laughs> I think that's the worst what the hell am I listening to we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It. I think um, that I feel like I love it. I need a shower after that. It definitely makes you feel funny when you watch it. <laughs> that's one way of putting um, it. <laughs> so... I guess, uh, you know, for those who just listened just now, uh, you basically... Uh, just sat through three and a half painful to, minutes. <laughs> yeah, SpongeBob scooping little bits of himself out and throwing it down on a grill. And then Squidward and Mr. Krabs just start pecking away at him and eating his insides because it's the secret formula. And they just seem to be all very... What's the word? Uh, what really the fuck did we just all... watch? Yeah. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> yeah, Eric, what do you think? Uh, I think this is the first time that I'm actually quite fucking speechless. Like, wow. SpongeBob. Yeah, let's... Let's just wrap this up. Let's, we're done. Yeah, so thank you we're guys done. for joining us with Lucky Number 13 episode. We've missed you guys. We hope you missed us. If not, you know, whatever. We're we're going to keep doing what yeah. we do best, which is Absolutely. nothing. Missed you but, guys. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see you again in two months with our holiday special. Yeah, that'll be, uh, <laughs> you know, all I want for hopefully Christmas sooner. is St. Patty's Day. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. gentlemen, oh God, I'm I'm gonna have a a hard time processing this video for a while. Tristan, I think you're gonna be uh, off finding the videos for the while <laughs> until I can recoup from that. But yes, thank you. Go check us out on Facebook. And we have other and social screens. media, even though we've kind of been lacking on that. But who knows? Maybe we'll. I mean, I just, I just straight up haven't been on Facebook in months. Yeah. So, but definitely go share us out. 
anywhere that podcasts can be listened to. Tell your friends about it. I think we actually hit over 200 likes, so we're getting up to that fucking t-shirt finally. We've been talking about this. T- <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, we've been trying to do it. It's like, we'll, we'll do that 300 getting, likes. We're getting closer. <laughs> so we'll, we'll still do the t-shirt for those that have been listening since the beginning. We'll, we'll still try to throw that t-shirt in there. Um, Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye. Love your faces. Everyone. Tommy. We'll be back. Lit. <laughs>